Hey guys, this week's episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Quick, convenient meals for people and families on the go. For more information and $30 off your first order, visit randomtandempodcast.com. Like you were dead. Like I was actually, <laughs> I was. Com- and you know what was? It's not funny, but it's funny thinking back because you survived. <laughs> but what's funny about that is the fact that I literally was checking on you throughout the night. Like I was like putting my hand on your chest to make sure you were breathing. Like you scared the hell out of me. Like that's the most drunk I've ever seen you. Like what the fuck happened though? <laughs> Drank like a happened? whole bottle of that big ass <laughs> bottle of wine and that, it was that, wood s- that wood bitch sweet white <laughs> that shit was the wrong brand that's what you get for asking people to pick up wine for you it's like you didn't oh pick up head. the right brand oh my god but I haven't felt like like I literally was putting my hand on your chest to make sure you were breathing and like cause usually like I can hear you snoring a little bit like it's very light but I didn't hear anything and I was like is she dead and then I went over there and I was like how did we leave the club we like stumbled and I remember I bought food for us because you kept saying that you were hungry like you were so aggressive you were like I'm hungry and I was like okay I'm gonna order something to eat and you fell asleep and I was pissed because I was on my last couple of dollars too trying to pay for us to eat and you fell asleep and then when you woke up you didn't want it I was like you better eat this fucking food I lost my wallet that night and you know what God is really good you know it's really good Samaritans out there because she returned it she sent me an email on Yahoo and said I found your wallet she found you on Facebook she did but I never responded because it was like a weird message and then she sent me a, a email and said I found your wallet in a in a taxi. There's Samaritans out there. That's that's really good. That was back in our broke days where we had two dollars to our name. <laughs> I bought that food with the last two dollars. How did we that get there though? Do we know how we got there? Welcome back, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, just hey. telling drunk tales because we're wounded. I'm a wounded cub. I'm like so like and I don't know what happened to my eye. It's like <laughs> what is happened? it am I dehydrated? Like I was <laughs> I was literally like I didn't have any eye drops, y'all. So I was like taking water out of a bottle cap and like pouring it into my eye i thought you were still drunk because you like drunk it because i was like is she thirsty or is she gonna put it in her eye (laughs) no i was trying to put it in my eye because it feels like you know when your eye feels dry that's what it feels like but it hurts so i was just like trying to do something (laughs) i don't know i haven't felt like this in a very long time welcome back to another week of um random tandem i'm your host the wounded cub today um and, and i'm not too far behind <laughs> like wounded panda that's that uh, yeah <laughs> i'm like i don't even know what to do it's like when you get that drunk and then you wake up the next day one i don't think i slept this off i didn't I and didn't. two it's just i don't i didn't eat and i know better like i knew when I said, can you get me some Wendy's nuggets? I knew that wasn't going to be enough. My stomach Because I was fucked. so hungry. 
and I am tore down today. Like <laughs> I, tore down. I'm trying to drive back to Chicago after this. I am defeated. Okay. That's a that's oh, a very God. good word. But you know what? We had a couple of drinks last night. This is just a check in. I, I guess this will be our collective wellness. Um, we had a couple of drinks last night. I don't really know what happened, to be honest. Um, but it wasn't like you ever just like be drinking, but it's like a good vibe. And then you next morning you wake up and you be fucked. It wasn't like a drunk where like we was partying. You knew you was fucked up. It was just the vibe. And I and I knew I was fucked. If anybody follows us on social media, we may post like little lamps and lights from this place that we frequent. And it's a tiki bar. And it's just like the most chill place ever. Their love drinks it. are potent. Oh, love me a good, love me a good tonga. It's, <laughs> they have these drinks. They have a secret drink menu, but it's just like a mellow vibe. And that's our go-to spot. However, I did not have a sufficient amount of food mm. to accommodate the amount of liquor that I had last night. Okay. Um, I had, I attended a very beautiful wedding reception of my very good friend, my best friend. Okay. And I had one cup of vegetable curry <laughs> and I didn't have enough to eat to substitute or to kind of absorb the amount of liquor that I had. And it was, it, it was a vegetable curry. It was vegetable curry and it was very good. It was like cauliflower. It was like roasted cauliflower. It was mm. like peas. Um, it's sure to come out. Uh, potatoes. It was like really what? It's sure to come. Oh, <laughs> <That's> stupid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it was a nice time. But I did not eat enough, and I should have known better. And I was really, I could have got a burger from Cops. Where was it at? It was right down the street. Oh. I could have got a very nice. See, you know, when you're drunk, you don't be thinking. Okay. Anyway, my wellness check is that I'm wounded. Um, I had a good week, though, so I can't say that leading up to last night, I had a bad time. Um, but I'm wounded. Yeah. I'm not I, well right now. I'm not. I'm not on the corner of happy and well. And, and well. Um, um, corner happy and healthy. Yeah, that, I'm not there. Um, my week was rough. Um it wasn't like rough physically, just emotionally it was rough. We don't even know why. It's just maybe the stars is moving. We don't know. It was a little weird. I needed a hug. I heard there was a new moon. Does I, that have anything to do with it? It could be. I, I felt like I needed a hug. And if y'all know me, I don't like when people touch me. I hate I hate when people touch me. I felt like I needed like a hug. <laughs> That's so that was funny. weird, and that's weird for you. You don't like people. touching I don't you, like so people touching like, me. I don't like. It's real weird. I just it makes me feel oh uncomfortable. God. Don't make me I'm feel weird. I'm not okay, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm trying to push through it. Um, Last week's episode. Um, did you have a rant? No, I just see. I'm all over the place. <laughs> my memory's gone. Um, I don't think I have a. You know what? I got. I got two rants. Um, okay. This is a real quick one. I always say that. Why do niggas get mad when you don't want to talk to them? Like, I seen a nigga. I was on my way in to pick and save. It was cool. He was like, hey, hey, what's up? Hey. And I was like, hi. Like, <laughs> what do you want? Like, what? He was like, you looking good. Well, um, can I call you? And I was like, no. No, I have a boyfriend. Do I have a boyfriend? No. no. <laughs> I don't, no. but like, don't leave, me fuck, alone. leave me alone. He got mad. This is the second time somebody said something to me. He was like, that's fine. You ugly anyway. Like a fat Beyonce. I was like, <laughs> a 
fat me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, you just tried to talk to me. Now you mad? Like, what? obviously, you like fat Beyonce, bitch. <laughs> it's like, get out of my face. What? I just was like, all right, oh, bro. Fat like, Beyonce. All right. I've had enough. <laughs> he couldn't think of nothing he else. That was it. He was, was like, stupid. man, fuck her. Like, why, fat Beyonce. Why, why y'all get mad, though? Like, when somebody... When somebody try to talk to you, get mad. My client yesterday was telling me she was walking into Walmart and she's married. And she said the guy tried to talk to her. And he was, she was like, no, I'm married. He said, um, fuck you, you uppity bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like I'm uppity because I'm married. It's like, she was suck. like, oh, wait, she was so funny. She was like, I genuinely, I genuinely was like, nice. I was like, no, I'm married. And he was like, fuck you, you uppity bitch. I was like, he was oh, so my. disrespectful. Like, I just, you know what? And this is terrible that you have to kind of get to this point. But I've kind of, like, weighed my battles. Like, I used to do, like, giving out the fake number. But it's like sometimes people get slick and they call you right there. And then you be looking crazy. But I've given out my number on a couple occasions and just blocked them immediately. Because I just didn't even feel like going through that. But... I don't know. It's like something about rejection. (laughs) That nigga's just like... I mean... You talking to me, I'm in a rush. I got bags flying. My wig is halfway off. <laughs> I ain't worried about talking to you. Like, that's this At is not the all. time. At all. But they do say a lot of people, like, you can meet a, your man in, like, the grocery store. Inside, maybe by, like, some plums or something. Like, I don't know. But not, <laughs> like, outside when I got bags. My face is sweating. The wig is halfway off. My child is running behind me. This is not the time. This. I mean, it's, yeah, like you said, they say that you can meet people. And usually, maybe I've we're picking people, out the same English muffin or something. Like, that's cool. Wow. But, like, okay. I don't know. English muffin. They say that, like, sometimes you're you at your purest state, or like, that's when usually when people approach you. Because I've noticed sometimes that I'll be looking ugly and people be like, hey, can I? And I'll be like, be no. The t- like, the days the- when I want to feel pretty and I go out, nobody pays me any attention. You be ugly and crusty. They be like, hey, ma. shit. Didn't wash my face all the way. Got a dry patch on my cheek. <laughs> and then you you trying to holler. It's like, no. Like, why didn't you catch me yesterday when I actually drew on my eyebrows? Like, <laughs> get out of here. Or Ugh. I just think it's funny, like, when you be real ugly and guys send you text messages like, good morning, beautiful. Like, you look like, if you, you hey, lovely. Like, if you knew what I look like at this moment, you would take your phone and chuck it out the window. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> but I just think it's funny. And then when you get it, you just smile. Be like, yeah, good morning, beautiful. I'm beautiful. Smile today. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Dang, here to do it. Girl, I, I just... Yeah, that was my only rant. And, oh, my second rant is, can y'all stop this fake Swedish holiday? And it could partially be, too, because I ain't got no nigga. Sweetest day. Oh, that's today. It's today. Happy Happy Sweetest day. Happy Sweetest day. I ain't got no sweeties. I don't got no niggas. None of my niggas live here. So, like, fuck this holiday. I'm a little bitter. I I think I I saw that that's just, like, mostly a Midwest thing. It's a fake holiday. It's fake news. But, um, yeah, happy Sweetest day, guys. Happy Um, Sweetest day. This will be after. Hope the ladies in your life do something special for you um my rant oh were you done with your oh no i was just gonna say happy sweetest day to all my niggas okay yeah okay (laughs) all right (laughs) happy sweetest day to jacora's niggas (laughs) um my rant this week it wasn't really a rant but i just don't like like niggas that take their job a little too serious i hate it i hate it (laughs) i (laughs) mentioned that i frequent this cafe across the street from my job to eat lunch 
And the one day that I didn't feel like getting my poke bowl, I went and got a turkey sandwich from another place that I really loved. And it was a couple blocks away. So I described this place on a couple episodes ago that it's like a food court, basically. It's like an upscale food court damn near. Like there are plenty of restaurants in there, but there is a lot of seating space. So I'm sitting here eating my turkey sandwich and this big Debo ass nigga came up and was like, excuse me, (laughs) you can't bring outside food in here. And I was like, nigga, like, first of all, he like came and like damn near sat down next to me to tell me this he excuse me it's like your big ass is breathing on my sandwich it's like move like you couldn't just tell me that like excuse me I'm like it's enjoy like enjoy my meal i'm trying to enjoy my meal and where did it say no outside food like y'all got every other sign in america up like we support gun control like it's this really earthy and eclectic place y'all got posters of everything else y'all ain't got no signs here that say no outside food where where does it say that i said okay and he said just for future reference i said are you gonna tell kathy over there who was (laughs) eating like a homemade bologna sandwich like she literally was sitting two feet away from me and she had one of those tupperware cases that's outside food you gonna tell kathy over there too you right Go over there and tell her too. And I sat there and I watched him. I was like, well, I would appreciate if you tell her too. And then he was like, he was like, yeah, I was about to do that. And I'm usually not a hater, but it's like you mosey Joe, big old black ass over here to tell me no outside food. And I had a small ass turkey sandwich, but you ain't going to tell Rebecca over there with the bologna sandwich. Get the fuck out of my face. Get out of my face now. (laughs) get out (laughs) like niggas take their job too serious it's like go back and stand over in the corner and observe people walking through that little spin what is that little spin door what else revolving door revolving door go over there and watch people walk in and out like go back over there you can't bring outside food in here like you literally walked your happy ass across this food court to spot that i had a turkey sandwich from somewhere else you don't even know what type of day i had leave me alone (laughs) for real Leave (laughs) leave me alone like leave me alone oh god i was so annoyed and like i said i'm usually not a hater like that to be like oh go tell her that but it was just like you mosey joe ass all the way over here and obviously you was looking because out of all the people that were in this food court you mosey joe way over to me excuse me get your bitch ass away from me fam like i was so mad i just wanted to eat my turkey sandwich in peace like for real he didn't know what type of day i was having i was very tired i was stressed out a little bit so leave me alone no seriously leave me alone my other rant goes out to these marketing companies (laughs) for these dumbass ethnic commercials i'm sick of y'all I'm sick of y'all perpetuating the stereotype that black people are like cool and relaxed. And have you seen that um, diabetic nerve pain commercial <laughs> with Cedric the Entertainer? <laughs> have you fucking seen it? No. It's so fucking stupid. Cedric the Entertainer. And you know, I can't take him serious at all. Like, Never will. That's the nigga that he will forever be the king of comedy when he slipped and fell on stage and he said he fucked his whole left side up like that's the goofy ass nigga that i remember i can't take him serious so whenever i see this diabetic nerve pain commercial with him and he's like talking real serious in the camera like my father had diabetic nerve pain he got this tango on and it's like cocked to the side he got this little checkerboard sweater on and then there's all black people in the commercial like you got a grandpa like rubbing his foot like (laughs) 
convulsing in pain. It's like you got the little kid that want to, you got the black little boy that come up running up to him that want to play baseball. And he's like, no, I can't today. Like my feet hurt. Like, shut the fuck up. I hate these stupid ass commercials. Like it's dumb as hell. It's like, I get it. You want like black people, you want to include us. And I appreciate it, but I hate those commercials. I fucking hate them. Or and like those four commercials, they got Jeremiah so you can, Come on. No, like, but the one that I was going to say, it comes on my Pandora all the damn time. It's this, my ride, respectable, <laughs> my grind, undeniable. And then like, I usually, when you're listening to Pandora, you hardly ever look at the actual like photo on the commercial. And one day I looked down because I was like, I'm sick of this damn commercial. And you got two black chicks with big ass afros just standing there posing. Like, it's like, <laughs> I hate I'm it. sick of y'all. My grind, undeniable. It's like, what does this have to do with a Ford vehicle? Like, promote this damn focus and move the hell on. Like, y'all doing a little too much to try and perpetuate the stereotype that every black person is like cool and urban and like, I hate it. I'm almost starting to wonder, like, is there somebody black in the room like, yeah, this is cool? Because if it was good, guys. If it was me, I'd be like, hell no. Right. What the fuck are y'all doing? No. What is my grind respectable? Got to do with a Ford Focus. Like, what the hell does this have to do with anything? And then you got the little soul. Roll on, sister. <laughs> roll on, husband. Roll on. Like, you never heard it. I hate that fucking commercial. Or that commercial I that they play. It. That commercial that they play here when they be rapping about the laptops free laptops have you heard that no <laughs> it's so I stupid i hate it the worst commercials used to come on in memphis and they used to have like car commercials and they had like this nigga in like hammer pants like dance like come on down on popular and back like it was like real <laughs> stupid like I, I hated it but yes that was my rant it's like y'all trying it's like either you don't include us at all or you like go it's almost like we're dancing like tap dancing on these we're commercials inter- we're and entertaining. I hate it I hate it but you I gotta find that commercial on fucking YouTube or something that Cedric the Entertainer <laughs> diabetic nerve pain commercial it pisses me <laughs> off I hate but yet, it but yet they got the old lady for the life alert and she just on the ground girl she just rolling around <laughs> she's like but my we- life <laughs> has been saved it's like you got a doorbell on your chest like dog get the fuck out of here I hate it it's so I hate these commercials but yes <sighs> I didn't really it wasn't really a rant my rant was really so deep <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's more an annoyance like every time I see that commercial and you know Cedric the Entertainer just got a goofy ass face I can't take him serious I ever. can't take him serious so like when he's just like staring at the camera I too have suffered from <laughs> diabetic nerve pain it's like what are we talking about Cedric I gotta like get out of here but yeah last episode we were just checking in. We were like, we're doing today. <laughs> like, another check in. Um, I had some people um reach out to me about the episode. They enjoyed it. Some niggas didn't know what they was doing was wrong. They thought it was okay. Yeah. Um, I had another young lady reach out to me, and she said she laughs every time because apparently her cuffing season isn't going as well, and she had to kick <laughs> she had to kick a nigga out. So oh, shout out to damn. you for kicking his ass out. Um, niggas is still not getting it. Um, the niggas At that all. asked me did I want flowers has now asked me did I want lunch, and you are- and wine. <laughs> What? No, it's I don't want meal. any of it. I would just say, just get it for the freebie. And you know, I don't play these games, but I like to. I like to do things, and I'm not going. I'm not going to share my game on here. I like to do these things to figure out whether you have, um, you know, girlfriends, wives, and things of that such. And he failed the test. 
So, um, you got a girlfriend up at Mount Sinai and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, you, I can't. No, I don't want any of it. Yeah, we had a couple people reach out and they were asking like, so <laughs> this one podcast. Oh God, he was like, I would hate to be the guy on the receiving end of Jacor's text. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, it's fine. He like, was like. Like, I wouldn't even know how to communicate with her. I said, it's fine. Like, I have really good conversation. I really do. Depending on who you are. It just, it's a, it's a weird, it's a fit. It just gotta work. It just has to kind of It just gotta work. It just, if it don't work, I'm not gonna force it. It's gonna be weird. I just won't stop. Yeah. I mean, I'll stop. I mean. (laughs) But thank you to the, cause like, lately we haven't really been promoting like the podcast that much on like the social media. But thank you to everybody that, you know, interacts with us on Twitter, Random Tandem Podcast. On Twitter, Random Tandem Podcast on Instagram, Random Tandem Podcast on Facebook and the email, and then our website. So shout out to everybody that reaches out, just I gives really us don't feedback be on, on the episodes and stuff. So yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I really don't be on Twitter, my niggas. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm just not in these streets. Yeah. Um. What else happened? What, what else did we talk about? I'm like drawing a blank. Oh, we had a couple people talk about how they get musty too. <laughs> Funky. This girl was like, I feel her 100%. It's like, I walk to the shower and back and I'm musty. And it's, it's like, like, what happened? It's cool. Like, you take a shower, you be like, yeah, it's cool. You go sit down to lotion your body. You be like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's happening, happening already. <laughs> it's happening already. <laughs> it's happening already. I've heard somebody said they like to put br- um, butter on their toast before the jelly. And then somebody said Wait, they like wheat what? toast. Remember, I was like, when we had these awkward conversations, do you like to put butter on your toast? Oh, I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Um, a girl said she she likes to put the butter before the jelly. A guy said he liked wheat toast over over white. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. No, and actually, we had a couple other people that commented on Facebook that were saying that they actually prefer to block people, too, instead of changing their number. Yeah. Like, I rather, you know, I didn't think that was like a big conversation, but some people were saying, like, why would you just block them? Like, I don't see the big deal. It's like, I don't want you contacting me. That's why. Blocked. My block list is I'm very not long. going to. I don't know if it they charge like phone companies charge now, but AT&T used to charge to change your number. Like after a certain point, I'm not doing that. I have a client. No lie. She literally changed her number this year already at least 10 times. No I'm lie. not doing that. And she still get a, the same nigga her number again. That's the problem. And she'll Lock text me. Em. She'll be like, what's up? This is so-and-so. This is my new number. I'm not saving it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. Because nope. two months from now, you're going to have three different numbers that I don't even know about. Nope. Not doing it. Not doing it. Um, Let's see. What else happened since our last episode? We got a lot of stuff going on in the world. You it is a lot. You want to get into lot. Black Magic first, though? Yes. Real quickly, Black Magic. Y'all know I love me some JCPenney. I love a good oh. sale now. I love a good sale. And I'm that always one of mine. And I'm always I'm in the JCPenney. So, um. <laughs> in the Penney. And, and you would never know. I really love. Listen. Love me and my JC mom, Penny. we like to go shopping at, at JCPenney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just doing little strolls with mom. Go with the other JCPenney with my mom. Um, but Tracy Ellis Ross is coming out with a collection. Yes. And you know I will be there in that full effect. blazer. I want the sequin dress because I'm extra. Was, that was very beautiful. I was like, I don't know where the fuck I... You would probably wear that just to work. It's like, hey, guys. Good morning. <laughs> no, I ain't wearing that. To, they don't deserve I, you that. <laughs> they don't deserve <laughs> that. They don't deserve You should wear it on, like, your last day. That would be great. That would be a celebration dress. Yep. Peace out, my niggas. All right. Um, Holla back. But, yeah, she has, she has a, a clothing line coming out, a collaboration. Um, when does it come out? 
is it I, November? November something. I don't know the exact date, but it's hitting stores. Right in time for the holiday. And in my little JC Penny spot, I know it's always going to be there. So I'm going to have a full sorority of things. Sorority. <laughs> I'm going to have a full sorority of things. So I'm excited about that. That's mm-hmm. my black. And my other black magic is Gabrielle Union wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited to I actually read the book. I heard it was really good. I heard it was very good. So I'm excited to read that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's We're going to need more wine. And it's like the perfect title for me. I, you know, listen, love a good wine. Now. Love some good wine. Love it. Um, Tracy, Auntie Tracy was one of mine. I also had um, anyone that knows me knows that I'm very boring and my TV is usually on one of three channels and it's HDTV is one of them. And they have a flipper yes! flop Fort Worth with a black couple. And I am so excited I am so freaking excited about that. They're military. They met in the military. It's like just everything about that promo. And like, I love it. And then I guess like their, I guess their whole niche is they try to hire veterans to like renovate their houses. Like they're part of their contract team. So it's just like, I'm excited for this show. Like I love, I loved Flipper Flop. My great show is Fixer Upper. Love them. But this is their last season. So I'm kind of down about that, but I'm excited to see Flipper Flop Fort Worth because <sighs> Black Magic. I'm excited about that because I was actually complaining about this the other day about how they had no black people on HGTV, like they no don't. shows. Mm-mm. So I'm really excited about this and I'm glad to see that they actually have like not a, a black couple. Not only it. that, you barely see black people looking for homes on HGTV. Yeah. So. And I'm not going to say that you don't see them, but usually they're interracial couples. Yeah. And they live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so it's like, Where I'm excited to see this black couple renovating houses. And apparently they've been pretty successful for years. And that's how they kind of got noticed by HGTV. Instead of like actually applying, they're actually pretty popular in the Fort Worth area of like renovating and flipping houses. So I'm excited for that. I would just like to go there to see what they all look like. like a Oh my God. I would love it. But um, what else? Our cousin that- Gucci got married. The Wopsters. That cake was huge, by the way. It she, was huge. I loved her dress. I really did love Keisha. She looked looked beautiful. You know that. I think this wedding. Now, I, I don't don't quote me on this. I think it was staged, and they had the real wedding in the morning because that shit looked fake. It was terrible. The vows looked like they were written. The uh, pastor didn't know what the hell he was talking about at all. At all. So I think they just like did a walkthrough. This must have been like the practice before the actual wedding. I don't know. It's just, I, you know, it was beautiful to see. However, I've been very vocal about how I want a courthouse wedding. The cake alone was $75,000. Money. It's like, that's what you spend your money do, on? Let people spend No, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong. I, myself, I'm trying to get $75,000 to pay off some debt. Like, and people are buying cakes with it. So it's just like, how am I living wrong? We not living the right. We not, <laughs> we not right. living right. I'm just trying hoe. to figure it out. They had what was it? Eight thousand handmade flowers for that cake. The only thing, and the other thing about that, I don't think I will not be tuning into the series. I'm I just not going to do that. But the wedding was like one point two million dollars, and it that's was another point seven, something like that. One point something. And gracious. Um, my only thing with that is another reason why I felt it was staged, and a lot of that could have been at the reception where the money was spent, but where they had the wedding did not look like 1.7 million dollars worth but if you think about it the cake was seventy five thousand. yeah her dress was probably 
Who but knows? I mean, the venue, it just didn't, where they were at, the floor was actually really pretty. I don't know if you checked out the floor. The floor is yeah. I don't know. I just was like, I, I like to see details and I want to see where everything is. And from just what I saw on TV, that didn't look worth. But I'm saying that I probably think just like everything, like as far as her dress, the damn yeah. bouquet, like it probably added up. But like I said, the, like you said, the venue, I mean, maybe they wanted something intimate. I don't know. It was at the Four Seasons. I don't I'm not made of money, so I've never visited a Four Seasons. However, I don't even know how much that hotel would have cost. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But I don't know. Congrats to them. And that's the glow up of the year. I Listen. Gucci looking good, y'all. I he mean, looking real nice. He looking them chompers. His teeth big as a motherfucker, big but they look nice. Hell. They look real nice. Go on, Smiling Gucci. on niggas. Congrats, That's Gucci. how I want my glow up to look. I like Gucci. Listen. Leaving jail and coming back a new man. <laughs> are y'all are y'all still gonna be down if I go to jail? I ain't going to jail. I'm just. Saying. I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm I'm nobody's ride or die. Please don't listen. I'm skedaddling. Yep, he did it. It was weak. <laughs> It was, it was in the back. It's a gun under the seat. I ain't got nothing to do with this, y'all. I'm skedaddling. <laughs> I am out. I'm not your ride or die. I am sorry. I'm I not writing you love said, letters. Like, those memes it. is like, I got questions. Where are we going? Who's going to be there? Like, I'm I'm nobody's ride or die. Like, if you did something <laughs> to put have yourself you been, in that situation, I'm just going to be sitting there. Have you ever home. been in a dangerous situation? Like, where you'd be like, what the fuck happened? Yes. I have and multiple I, and I don't like the way it makes me feel. I so went on I'm, a, I'm my good. date was like it was weird. He pulled out like three like AK forty sevens. And he was like, This is my best friend and I'm like, Oh my god, there's a lot of narcotics in this room. We have guns. If something goes down, I am telling <laughs> Get the fuck out of there. I didn't even know where I was. Was that in Chicago? I was on the south side of Chicago. Oh my God. I would have come and got you, buddy. I, I remember that too. It's like I text please her. I text was like, me. Where I don't know where I am. Where, where are we? Girl, you should have sent pinned me your location. I would have been right there in the tourist. <laughs> old oh, school tourist. That was so... It was at the time I wasn't thinking. I was like, this nigga is... I'm in a trap house. He had like three... <laughs> <laughs> nigga had like three big ass pit bulls. But I'm like, you got the babies in the back room. So is this really a trap house? Like, where am yes. I at? Oh, God. That was very dangerous. If something would have happened, I would have been singing like a canary. Yep. His gun's over there. He ran downstairs. His camera's back here. And his narcotics. I don't know where they at, but they here. Whistling (laughs) Dixie. Like, officer, they're over there. there. (laughs) (laughs) You do not want me. Don't play with me. I'm not the one. I literally will leave. I'm not going to be staying around for that. I will leave. Oh, God. That's funny. But yeah, he had the glow up. He had the glow up of the century. Um, yeah. what else know? happened? Yeah, the um, Weinstein, you know, is it Harvey? Is that his name? I think it is Harvey yeah. Weinstein. It's a lot of different things going it's on. It's very with him. strange. Um, a lot of <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a gnat flying, it was a glare from the microphone. It scared um, me. <laughs> a lot of people have been coming out, sorry, um, with stories about him. And I've had multiple people, I've had conversations with people about this. Like, we just, like, generally talking about it. Mm-hmm. But I've had people say, well, why are they waiting so late to say something now? And I'm, and I'm like, one, it doesn't matter when you tell somebody because they might not be healed. Me, I won't even say recovering. I've been sexually assaulted. So, and I've still, I've still never told anyone. And I've still never even told the, the person who sexually assaulted me. So, you can't put a time on when the right time is to say something. Yeah. Um, And then I had somebody else say, well... 
if that's just the case, I wouldn't have did it anyway. They didn't have to. They didn't have to see him do it. She was like, I've seen their careers. Their careers aren't even that good. Are they aren't even really good actors? So it's like, why would you even put yourself? And I'm just like, what? If you want something so bad and you're in this predicament, not saying you got to suck his dick, but it's like if somebody's telling you something like, yeah, come to this party, it'll be good. You know, Mm -hmm. it'll further your career and you get there and it's not what it seems. And you like on the brink of like a, a not a breakthrough, but like you know like about to get seen and he and you do this it's like what do you do i would take my black ass home um um but i i understand the sentiment though of just someone feeling like they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place it's like i want this career maybe it's not okay but maybe it's something that i need to do like you don't know the mindset so you can't say what someone should have done the fact is he should not have been doing it and that's it period at all it's disgusting and some of the claims that i've read and i'm hearing about is like really fucking disgusting Mm -hmm. like how perverted are you yeah like what makes like do you think like i always wonder what people think about like when this happens like i'm really ugly I'm in a position of power. I have a lot of money. I can do what the fuck I want to do. I mean, power and that power and influence. And that's usually what people use to their advantage when they are in situations like that. Like, because like, you know, people make jokes about how, like, especially in the music industry, how like people be sucking dick for records or whatever else. But it's just like, this shit goes on all the time. And it's unfortunate that, you know, so you see so many actresses that are now coming out and coming forward saying that, yes, this happened to me. But it's just like, he's sick. He's Disgusting. sick. Um, and not to say he's not the only one. Um, I wonder how many other people are hiding out there and they're cut under couches and shit that have done the same thing. And it's just, just so disgusting for you to try to take advantage of people in that way. Just, mm. ew. Yuck. Ugh. Another I'm- stupid person. Trump can you get him what's going on like you all right and I tweeted this and I was like so like what will actually (laughs) impeach him impeach him (laughs) like because it's like everything that's coming out it's like one thing after the other whether it's like Russia or him talking about the soldier did he knew what he signed up for like this is a man that y'all elected to run this country and he's doing a terrible job he's trash he's about to start another world war we about to get blown to smithereens and y'all don't think that this is enough like what will it take you got everybody around you getting in trouble for shit that you additionally are the same in the same boat with and it's just like what will it take i just seen something half of this shit not even half if one story would have come out while obama was in office they would have gone to the chambers they would have been like we gotta get this nigger out of here like, I don't understand. What will it take? I seen um I seen a story and I won't even say it was a story. It was like a news um what do you call it? A news, you know, the top stories and it said that that Trump plans to release JFK's assassination documents. What what, what are we talking about? Why? Why are we doing it? What does that have to do with anything right now? It's stupid. I saw one a couple weeks ago and I text you that where he was like trying to get it like federally mandated where people had to say Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays. <laughs> what? It's like, that? what type of legislation are you doing? What are we doing here? You're signing all these executive orders like a little child. It's like, oh, yeah, I can sign it. I can sign it. Obama it's like, didn't call the soldiers. Why are you still? I'm trying to figure out why he's still worried about Obama, though. That's like that's worried what, about the wrong fucking why? thing. Why are you worried about what he's doing? What's what's going on in Puerto Rico, Trump? 
What's what's going on there? Do we like, do we know? You're worried about the wrong fucking thing. You worried about the NFL and what they should be doing. How about you do a better job at running the fucking country? He's trash. He's trash. He can't run a fucking country. That's the problem. And then he like came out with a story where it was in the what was it the New Yorker where he was being interviewed for something and they asked him about gay rights and he made a joke like oh don't ask this guy talking about pence he was like he wants to hang them all it's like oh my god like <laughs> so it's like everybody in the white house is filthy and y'all How are we gonna still get all of y'all getting... to fuck up out of here i mean something gotta happen where's maxine <laughs> where's Lanty? i need her right now <laughs> or uh the rep from texas al green <laughs> he's trying to get everybody to fuck about it there have you seen him <laughs> it's it's not funny but have you seen him yeah god that hair it looks so juicy it's like how much product do you have in your hair right now i you can't know very well <laughs> who you are i can't it's a lot but that's all i wanted to say about him so like you know if we can come up with ideas because like the founder or it was the co-founder of hustler magazine he offered 10 million so if we collectively come up with a way of how to get him out like we'll split the funds with you you know we just gotta figure it out he gotta get the fuck up out of there that's i I mean mean, that's the bottom line like he gotta go i mean like every day and you know what not even to be like funny but this north korea shit is crazy and it's scary as hell dick contest it's like what are we talking about here nothing you sitting here threatening this man and he's telling you like, oh, I'm with the shits. I'm with the shits. Keep fucking talking. And it's just like, stop. Just stop. Be done. Stop it. Oh, I don't know. I'm getting a headache. I'm still not. Do you watch, you watch Love and Hip Hop? You watch, I don't watch a lot. What's going on with Hazel Lee? Like, I just saw that she got like kicked off the show or something for her homophobic remarks. She made them on Twitter or on Instagram. She was talking about, she had like a post with like Brooke Valentine um brooke is very funny looking in the face by the way i can't remember but there were a couple other dark-skinned women that were on the show and she made like a it wasn't homophobic originally she made comments about their skin color and she was like oh this is the stuff that my mother always told me about that people would hate on me because of my complexion i guess she was right it was just like this long post excuse me but then i think somebody commented on the post and then that's when she went on that homophobic rant so she got dropped from shoe dazzle (laughs) (laughs) and then she got and then she got kicked the fuck off the show fuck shoe dazzle i bought a pair of shoes from them back in the day didn't i say about them shoes heel broke fuck shoe dazzle i could have been too heavy for him too but fuck them (laughs) that's not funny that's not funny it's a real situation though it could be possible i'm looking a little fluffy these days it's okay it's okay it's It's all right but yeah her and her beak are gone apparently she didn't really add too much to the show she's ugly i I don't know that beak her and that beak and she really be like i run this city it's like i can't girl go sit down so she's gone (laughs) ma'am she's gone so yeah that's the end of that i don't i've been watching um some uh, some documentaries lately about drugs and we have us here we have like a fascination with like drugs I've and addiction been fascinated with drugs it's really cool i mean it's not cool like <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be an awkward conversation <laughs> it's not cool for like you to watch it but it's always been very not only drugs just addiction in general mm-hmm. i watched this documentary called heroin and the lady was saying they had 27 over um, overdoses that month alone in the city. 
I was like, oh, where my. is it based? I don't even know. I think it was like, I don't want to say Detroit. It was somewhere, somewhere over there. And I was like, oh my God. It's actually. But they were actually going into the houses and you were seeing like the, the, the victims, they're not victims. The, would they be considered victims? What would they were, be? were they dead? They were on the, like damn near. Some of them were dead. Some of them they had to like oh resuscitate to bring back to life. And it was, oh it was crazy. Yeah. It, and you know what? I know Chicago has a really bad heroin um, problem and it's actually scary to see it up close because like there, there's a lot of homelessness in Chicago. So even like going to work, I do take public transportation and just like driving up and down like Michigan or Lakeshore drive, you see a lot of that. Like you'll see, like I remember last year when I was going to work, there was this girl, she was high. She was slumped over though. Cause like heroin, they have that, pass out stage where Mm -hmm. she was like literally slumped up but she was standing up but she was like slumped completely over and like people are just walking past like Like you know they're so they're blind to it but um it's scary it's scary to see up close i used to read books though about like people on drugs like when i was in middle school what was the book called it was like motown and dd i want to say it was called um but one of the characters he was on heroin in that book and it was weird because it was like, my mom used to be like, why are you reading this stuff? But it was like, I've never been compelled to try any drugs, nothing like that. But I've always had an interest. I guess my thing was more so like, how do people get to that point? It's crazy. And it's just, I don't, and you people talk about gateway drugs and all that. And we condone the trees on this podcast. However, I just can't see how they compare that to wanting so listen. to get to heroin like it's scary not only that but i was as i was watching this documentary this, this lady said something that was real real um, not funny but it kind of triggered me she said she, the only way that the girl could describe what getting high to her was like she was like it's like you wanted you meeting jesus what she said that's the only way i can describe getting high is like so like i how i love jesus like if i were to meet jesus and if he's right in front of me that's what getting high is like. She's like, that's the only way that she can describe it. So you have like, I was like, wait, what? That's insane. Like it's that powerful. Hmm. And they were talking about hair. Like she was talking about heroin. I'm kind of at a loss for words. Cause I don't think like I would, just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say on that. That's, that's powerful, but it's like, I don't know if I would, want that necessarily to be that high like no not being that high what getting high feels like why she needs to do like like why she needs to do it not like i don't know how to how to put into words what i mean but she was like that's what getting high is to her why she has to do it i've always been curious about like heroin though because they get to that slump period so it's like what's the time frame like when they actually feel high is it before they pass out or is it when they're passed out I was during always, before it must be like during the process like oh. and then you and then you pass out because I think and then they were saying like they have to administer like um drugs to get them out of the state yeah. that they're in and how they were saying it was like elephant tranquil tranquilizer yeah it's tranquilizer like, what the fuck like why would I want to keep putting myself like, it's a lot why would I want to keep but I think about not only drugs being addi- addicting like you're addicted to different things like alcohol or food like i have a very addictive personality so i would never like i would never do drugs because i would be strung out somewhere i've always said that because like just like 
and this is not funny, but like when I have a taste for something, like especially like food, like I could eat that every day, like for a week. Oh, yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, I was eating brisket like every day. It's like, what the fuck? But um, I don't know. I, I just have never had the interest to try something like that. Because like you said, I don't know what the time frame is. Uh, I've never I want to see that documentary, though. But it's like the time frame. I've always been curious because it's like they say when you smoke crack, it only lasts for 15 minutes. And that's why you constantly see people who are on crack. They're constantly because they don't want to get sick. That's another reason why they keep well, doing heroin. It. But I mean, like crack. That's why they I was remember I was watching this one documentary and it was saying um, actually it may have been. What was the show that used to drugs, Inc.? Oh, that that's show my that shit. used to come on. Um, there were following some guy around and he was saying that the reason why you usually see people that are on crack, like out and about and constantly searching because they don't want to lose that high since it's so quick. Mm. So it's like they want to continue being high, obviously. But I'm sitting here thinking like, I guess from that, seeing that to like the woman that you were saying was on heroin, maybe that's why people like accelerate from there. They just want that high to last longer. Yeah, that could, that could very well be. I, I would probably be strung out. Like I'm dead ass serious. And I've always said that, like, my just knowing myself so addictive if i were to ever be on drugs i would be strung out like i know that about myself and i i think that was what the scary part was about like why i was so fascinated with drugs but i've never wanted to experience that myself i always like to see how people react like their their reactions and how they move and like what they look like i don't it's it was weird. it's a weird like yeah a, I, and it, people probably listening like what the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> like, but i've weird. always had that but interest it's, it's more with drugs than alcohol like yeah. i don't have it like when i see people actually when i see people that are drunk it irritates me i don't know why like i get very very especially like alcoholics i get so annoyed like <laughs> beyond measures like i get really really annoyed yeah and my- then the people that be on the side of the street like and i had to run I almost ran up on this lady because she was at my window like she was about to open my door she's like anything and i was like ma'am back up like just no for real just chill just like relax i'm just <sighs> i don't know but it's i have like, a i wonder sometimes though i'm like and this may be weird. So, like, you have documentaries about people that are on drugs, like, where they're actually, like, watching people shoot up and stuff like that. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, the money that it took to produce something like this, can it go to, like, helping them? I always consider that. The lady that actually, well, you have to watch the documentary, but she, there's a judge that has a program for heroin addicts. And, like, she was really nice, but she don't play. And she puts them through these programs. Mm-hmm. And one of the guy was in there. He was like, I've been clean for... I think he said three years. And so he works oh, wow. back and forth with this, um, this, this sheriff, I believe. And she got an award and she's like, I just want to thank you because you've helped me. And they mm. both were like really crying. He was like, no, you, you saved my life. And I was like, yeah, that shit is real. That's a lot to try to, I, I can only imagine how hard that is to break that because I'm like, oh, I'm just thinking about how hard it is for me to stop eating sugar. And it's and not, that's real. And that's like, it's, it's more addictive. Don't they say it's more addictive than like cocaine or something? Mm-hmm. Sugar is crazy. Like the effects on your body. Yeah. So I feel like an addict. Not like I'm fiending like candy. But Damn like, near. Because when I want something sweet, I want something sweet. And I need it. And it's I'll like, do anything to get it. I will it. make a cookie. Like I will go to the store and get some ice cream. Like and it's real. That Sugar. shit is very real. It's very real. So I was like, that has to be hard trying to overcome. But like when like I've never been in a situation where I've had to help somebody. Like 
when do you step in like and it, at the point is it like well there's nothing that i can do at this point do you just let them just fall so, by the way i've always wondered that too because seeing some like trying to help someone up close with alcohol addiction i can only imagine the power that you would have to have or influence i would say to help someone that's addicted to that hardcore of a drug because alcohol to a certain extent can be that powerful, Mm -hmm. especially the effects on your body. Cause like I, when I was going through that process, I didn't know, like you hear about it, but I didn't know some of the physical effects that it can really have on a person as quickly. Mm -hmm. Cause I was thinking like, when you think of like when heroin addicts, for example, they have withdrawals, like usually see that in a couple of days, whereas alcohol addiction, it can be quicker than that. Like to where even if the body is used to just like having so much alcohol in someone's system, like if they don't have that for a couple of hours, then like they could have a stroke or a heart attack or like their organs will just kind of because they're so used to processing Mm -hmm. alcohol. So I can only imagine and just how hard it is to like break that cycle. I can only imagine how hard it is to like get through to someone who's literally their body is literally telling them that they need this. It's like I need it now and one of the girls from this documentary that I was watching she was saying um, she went back to jail because she had like a a relapse or she didn't show up to her probation oh. or period or whatever and the judge was like you know I'm really trying to help you she was like but if I let you out who's going to say that you're not going to come back um, and you're not going to go visit your parole officer mm-hmm. and she was like well ma'am I've been she's like I've been sober no no I think she asked her I'm sorry I think she asked her what were her steps when she got out of jail mm-hmm. and she was like I cannot promise that I won't relapse she said because jail is jail because you have to be there and you can't shoot there's not a, a system in there that's helping me um, recover from this right. so she and was like I can't sad. she was like I can't promise you she's like, I'm going to try but there's nobody yeah. helping me. So that made me sad because it's like, what if you really do try and you don't have people to help you? This is actually, um, you haven't watched How to Get Away with Murder, have you? No, this season. She had like a client that she met in prison and she was like in there for like prostitution and drugs and stuff like that. And when Annalise got out, she went back to help her as pro bono to like help her case. And then she went through the whole thing. And... um the one episode she won her case the woman was released from jail and just like a couple episodes ago she passed away like they called her down to the morgue because she went back on drugs and i think she was in jail i want to say like 10 plus years but it literally as soon as she got out and that's how they found her and and a lot of the times sometimes i do think people you know they start this um addiction themselves like like we said through gateway drugs or anything else or like you party but then sometimes i was watching another locked up and it was a girl in there she was a smile a smoke what do you call them? Um, Samoans? Is that what you call them? Like, there is Samoans. So she's Samoan. She's Samoan. She had a very distinctive look. I have to I have to send that to you. But she was saying she literally was born into it. Her mother um, was a crack a crackhead. Mm-hmm. And so she was born with it. And it was like, just, I was born a crackhead. Like, there was no way that I could get around it. So that's even sadder mm-hmm. to know that, like, you're born in this situation and you can't come out of yeah. it. There have been, um, when and I she had to- six kids. Wow. And the last time she got to the hospital, um, she had the baby and they took the baby away from her and she didn't see it. And she said she was so high. She was high when she had the when she had the baby. She was so high that she woke up from being high. She snatched every needle and everything out of her body and she discharged herself. She walked out. Nobody knew she left and she went to go get high. I was going to say when I used to um, um, 
do respite for uh, my aunt, some of the kids that would be brought to her house, she was an emergency placement home. Um, there were situations where the kids were brought directly from the hospital because the mother had drugs in her system. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's crazy to me, just like how addiction. And I think that's why I've always, because it presents itself in so many different forms. You have mothers who literally are growing life inside of them and they still can't help but to get high. Is that's losing powerful. Isaiah? One, two, three, can't you get a hold quiet. of me. That was a great movie. Halle Berry played the hell out of that movie. <laughs> you if you want a quick meal on your busy weeknight, try Blue Apron. They're quick, convenient portion meals your family is sure to love. My personal favorite are the tangy, sweet, and spicy Korean beef steam buns. Visit randomtandempodcast.com, click on Blue Apron for $30 off your first meal. That's randomtandempodcast.com, click on Blue Apron for $30 off your first meal. On the jam, that's how I am. <laughs> um, Speaking of how to get away with murder, have you been watching any other shows? Any other shows? or any of Yeah. Other, I haven't seen How to Get Away with Murder. I, I was just like, that actually, and that's crazy because I was kind of figuring out because I've been noticing that Shonda this season, even in all of her shows, she's been like picking certain topics, like important topics. Like I noticed like the woman on drugs and Annalise, um, Grey's Anatomy, she's been like kind of picking up on like postpartum and like PTSD and stuff like that. It's just like, it's weird that she's picking up on top. I love Shonda. Can I just get a job, please? No, seriously. I just want to be a part of the number, as you say. Like, I'm I'm just, like, her brilliance and just how she writes. And that's that's one thing I noticed, like, the drugs thing. She picks out. Picks out. Yeah. yeah. Picks. Picks out. Picks. <laughs> Picks. Yeah. yeah. Um, she picks out topics that are just, I don't think, like, people talk about them. So it's, like, interesting that, you know, because, like, usually you'll hear about, like on the news, they'll say like, oh, there's a drug problem. But then they go on to the next story and they don't talk about it. And it's weird how she brings up like important topics and inserts them to the storyline the whole season where people are actually hearing about it, but then they're not. Like last season, it was, I want to say it was like suicide prevention mm-hmm. where they would show all of the um, actors in the show and they would just do like the suicide prevention um, commercials after the shows and stuff like that. So shout out to Shonda. That was just my quick tidbit. Um, I haven't really been watching too much of anything. I have, been, you know, we. I'm a queen sugar. Mm. Did you watch the last episode? I did. I'm really upset with Nova. She got issues. We. She doesn't know how to be loved. She uh, has issues. She has, and I'm thinking like, I wish I had a nigga as a, as consistent as that man. Right, that man. Because he knows she a mess, and he was still he wanting to that be there. Man is consistent. He showed up when you didn't want him to show up. He showed up when you thought he wasn't going to show up. He showed up just to show up. Mm-hmm. You don't get that type of consistency. And I was just smiling. And when she had that conversation with him in the back room, I was so mad. I was pissed. I was pissed and I was hurt for him. It's like, because what you, like, what you giving me? Like, because I, what did it for me is I thought she was changing her mind when she had the conversation with um Charlie mm-hmm. before. Because it was kind of like, because she told us, she was like, it made for good TV. You got your point across. Like, basically, you're acting stupid. Like, you should probably rethink this. And I thought she did. So when she broke up with him, I was like, nigga. I was so. That's a man. No, like, I like. Is a man. I was smiling. So I'm smiling now. Y'all can't see my smile. I'm smiling. Like, I really wanted this. To, 
And I thought she had a breakthrough when she said, I don't want to run anymore. Exactly. When she broke, it wasn't even like a breakdown, but she was like, I'm tired of running. Mm-hmm. I was like, she gets it. Okay. We're yeah. going to try this out. It's going to work. To Nova's point, though, when she was saying, like, you're constantly trying to change me. But I think Nova, she's so set in what she feels for herself that she doesn't want to consider Anybody the other else. side to it. Mm-hmm. To consider, like, maybe it's not the way that I want it, but he's still trying to get me to my same goal. Mm-hmm. Like, because that was the thing. Like, and that's why I thought she had the breakthrough when Charlie was like, okay, what it didn't go how you thought it did, but it made for good TV. People were informed. They got the information. So I don't know. I'm just kind of interested to see how they're going to. The necklace he brought, he's very tentative. He's, he's paid attention thoughtful. to detail. I just am so upset with, and I really enjoy, I really like him. <laughs> I do too. I really like I him. I was going to say, I'm, I want to see how they're going to like move her character forward because, you know, like, Last season, she was just kind of, like, in the wind. Like, she was the definition of a free spirit. And mm-hmm. then, like, you think that she found love, but then they kind of started touching on why she's kind of the way she is. Like, with her parents and her mom. Like, what she grew up to believe is true wasn't the case and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like Nova's character is kind of, like, I don't want to say the quintessential like black woman but kind of like how you're so we have to take on so much and we don't necessarily deal with our issues so that when we find out one piece that could change our whole narrative we run from it we run from it yeah so i i just love the writing of that show that's another great show um, charlie has her a man and i'm I glad mean, listen. he's fine he's fine that's amazing that that when that. i text you when she was like remy's a big deal okay because he was that ex-husband was trying to come back like oh no no that girl i mean she's not she's not a big deal she was like remy's Remy's a a big big deal deal. you better come on remy i know literally got big deals too probably Um, okay oh i thought we were sharing i love queen sugar um yeah i um this is us oh my god i was just gonna say that this is us is one of those shows like it i always say it feels like a warm hug but it really does like i really love the family dynamic like the whole adoption and foster care dynamic that they're bringing into the show to like kind of touch on randall's character i i want them to touch more on the dad though do you um the the father that passed away or randall's dad no the dad dad like the dad of the show oh okay okay okay. yeah because like i feel like they started the season like they were going to but i hope that they kind of go back right i still want them to kind of go into like because we knew like his father was an alcoholic they showed like the flashback of him when he was at war that one episode and i was just like i kind of forgot about that because like they never really touched on that. I want them to kind of bring that character full circle. I think they will. I think they're just going to do it really, really slow. Yeah. Cause I see how they're like starting to do it with like, what's the, the twin boy. What's his name? Why am I drawing a blank? Is it Kevin? Yeah. Kevin. How they're kind of like showing like the dad symptoms in yeah. him. Oh, and I'm issues. like, he has serious issues, especially with trying to recover his knee. He has some serious addiction is real. Listen, like, and it's crazy how that shit goes full circle. Like, I just, I don't know. 
But I really want them to touch on the dad. More. I, I, I'm loving Randall and his wife. Um, I love, I love her. I'm She's still, like my aunt in my head. I'm still trying to figure out the girl, though. Oh, the foster kid? Yeah, the foster girl. It's just, I mean, I get what they're doing, but I'm trying to figure out. It's kind of awkward. And, of course, it's going to be awkward because mm. she's adopted. But for her to be there just seems kind of, like, weird and, like, un- like awkward. I don't know. I like the dynamic because it's like he's a foster or he was adopted. I think that that was kind of what they were playing. But just, like, being up close and personal with foster children and adopted kids, I, I like it because all of that is accurate. Like, I used to have to be there when the kids would come into my aunt's home and just seeing, like, just just imagine, like, somebody coming into your house, like, when you were younger and telling you that you can no longer live with your parents. Yeah, that's that's rough. Like, the stigma from that alone is, like... And that had to be rough um, having her her business shared with Randall too she was upset Mm -hmm. because she thought well I could trust you right but you know and I like that because like did you notice that scene where he got into the fight at the bowling alley where Mm -hmm. she kind of looked at him like oh so he is gonna protect me like she Mm kind of liked him in that moment and I was like there are like breakthroughs and then when the mom told uh Randall about her hair and stuff I was like dang dang and then how he brought it up I guess they're trying to be helpful but yeah I don't know. He didn't know anything. And Kate. I love their kids. I love Kate. She's pregnant. I liked, what's his name? Toby. I love Toby. Toby's funny as hell. funny as hell. And like, I can't wait to see his reaction because I like goofy guys, but I don't know if I can handle Toby's goofy. Toby's really, he's really dumb. He He plays too much. That's probably me. Mm -hmm. I play too much. Yeah, you do play too much. No, I play like way too much. Way too much. Um, that's pretty, Blacklist. I didn't watch his last episode. I mean, I just like the show. I know people talk about how they watch the same shows as us and Blacklist is another good show. I don't really see people talking about it too much, but that's a good ass show. Like no matter how, like, what is this? The fifth season? I want to say it's starting a little slower than the other seasons yeah, because there's no like rolling plot line. Like it's kind of all over the place. It's kind of all over the place. The so, only part that was funny to me is when they went to go rob his house and he was like, hurry up, get out. <laughs> Wait, when he, whose house? When he go, when he went to go rob, um, after he turned the guy in for the painting and he went back to his house, oh. <laughs> he was like, I want you to meet me at the hotel. He's anybody nuts. Asked, he's absolutely insane. Can, he's like the true definition of a con artist like he can just move around and do whatever the hell he wants i would love to get some tips from him um no for real but that's Swindle all i got that's all i got in tv this week I yeah didn't. i didn't have too much else no nothing at all but what was the name of the documentary again heroin i gotta see that it's on netflix Mm-mm-mm. oh yeah, yeah yeah i'm sorry it's on netflix oh, okay i'm gonna watch that yeah check that out guys i'm gonna be watching it for the show Oh, you just said flush show. <laughs> I said flush show. Yeah, we're um we're just checking in. You really again have, again. Um, we didn't touch on the dove. I mean, we can, but I mean, you still. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, when I thought about this, I was like, okay, I was one of the people that kind of went. Actually, I can't say that I went too far. But when I thought about this, I was like, isn't this too woke? Like, just as far as, like, trying to figure out, like, make everything a big deal. Like, I know that just the climate of 45's presidency and all of this that he's kind of created or brought to the forefront. But, like, with the whole Dove thing, it ended up coming out that 
the commercial that we were seeing online wasn't what it seemed. And people took that and ran with it. Like, they was like, oh, fuck Dove. And I'm going to be honest, I probably wouldn't have stopped using Dove. I still use Dove. Shoot me. I I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. Even if that commercial was racist as fuck, I'm going to be completely honest. It would have probably taken me a couple of seasons to stop using Dove. Because, I mean, I mean, works. works with my skin. And that's why I was, like, surprised when, like, when it came out, I was like, is this really happening? Because Dove has always had, like... Um, women of a certain age in their commercials, Color, black, white, size. Asian, every size and shape. Like so, like when they came out, and I was like, a black girl turning into a white girl. I was like, Dove, no, not my Dove, <laughs> not my Dove. But Dove owns a lot of other things too. So if we just stop using that, then we have to use. Well, they're part of Unilever, which owns a lot of shit. But it's just like. You would have to boycott the whole thing if you were going to. But it's just like the Internet takes stuff and runs with it. And that was just my whole point. It's like at what point do do niggas just log off and like just stop? Me? I don't pay attention to that shit. I'm sorry. Like at what point do you just log off and just say, okay, well, maybe let's get the full facts first. Like I get the Pepsi stuff that happened. That was exactly what it seemed. But the Dove thing, I'm like. We're just the, the the racial tension is way too high it's right now, too and I think high. that's why everybody is so sensitive. Exactly. Had this not been in a time where, well, we've always been in racial, right? You know, but but forty five and his people have brought it, it has heightened it. Right. So I think that is a reason why a lot of this is just like, oh, why are you doing that? And that's racist, and this is racist, and it's yeah. like everybody's just hypersensitive right now. I'm not telling you to chill out, but it's just go meditate or something assess shit <laughs> no seriously meditate you gotta medic. do something go, go to meditate get, get your mind it's off getting, it's it's, it's, it's pollution to the brain and it like really it, and you keep refreshing your screen over and over and over again mm-hmm. to something new every day every second every minute so it's just like sometimes you just have to unplug yeah so i do that a lot i still be on instagram no send it means but i don't be looking at that <laughs> you know what when all else fails i just go under my oddly satisfying i love threads. that category like, do, you guys, do you guys um watch that category we talked about like our weird obsessions like i really love that oddly satisfying thread yeah. on instagram it's like people playing in silly putty and yeah, like making weird. like smoothing frosting out and that's like, really satisfying it is watching people like frost cupcakes frost cakes and yeah. it's just like Look at a cupcake being made. Like, you know, you don't have to be so sensitive to call everybody racist. Like, smoke a blunt. I mean, listen. I don't smoke. But if I did, I I would. I don't. But I mean, yeah, if that's how you ease your mind, too. What else you got? Nothing. Um, I don't really have much either. This is probably going to be a wrap for this week. Running into wins. We can. This My win this week... um, I actually went back into the Roly. Um, I'm a little older now, so some of the movies that I've watched prior to aren't, they didn't do it for me like they did it for me now. So I went back and I watched Brown Sugar because we all know I, I love really brown love Brown Sugar. Sugar. Didn't they just, what was it? It was released, what was it, 15 years ago? Yeah, something like that. I don't I don't know how many mm-hmm. years. I went back Not to watch movie. Brown Sugar, but then I also went back to watch um, Eat, Pray, Love. Now, I love Julia Roberts. Um, and this movie... 
to me right now i was like oh i needed this and you know you've told me about that movie and i think my therapist also told me I to watch that movie as well she she, she leaves for a year anyway i had to rent it from um amazon for 3.99 um, but okay maybe I'll do um that. I, I watched that and one of the i was watching it and i really was paying attention because before i watched it i really enjoyed it but i didn't get the sentiments of what was going on but one of the guys said in the movie he was in a she was in Rome, I believe. And he said, Americans know entertainment, but they don't know pleasure. Oh. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. He's like, There's we, a take difference. A, we take time out. He said, no, you don't take time to enjoy. Right. He said, you know entertainment and it's fun, but you don't take time to enjoy. And she just kind of was like sitting there. And I was like, we really don't we know don't. pleasure. He was like, you work and you work and you work and you think you take a vacation. It's, ple- it's pleasure, but you're not actually Mm-mm. enjoying it. So I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's, that's my holy grit. I mean, my win for this week is I want you all to go back to watch Eat, Pray, Love and, you know, bask in that. And, um, yeah, mm-hmm. get into that. I didn't have a win this week, so maybe I'll take your advice and watch that movie finally. It's, it's it's so and she was in she was in rome and she was eating a bunch of pizza and pasta and she told her friend her friend was like i can't eat anymore because i can't fit in these jeans and she was like so what she was like so what she's like when you have sex with a guy and you're naked does he turn you around does he tell you to leave <laughs> and she was like uh no she was like exactly guys are just happy to be in a room with a naked woman i was like <laughs> okay <laughs> listen um holy grails do you have one my only holy grail for this week um i have two y'all know i was telling y'all about my tiki spot i'm not giving away because i don't want y'all niggas to rowdy it up i'm cool on that no um but i'm gonna tell you about a drink in the um the tiki bar and it's called a bikini kai it's a it's a it's an island punch in your mouth okay what is it it's gin almond almonds passion fruit i believe passion fruit Oh, it's just, it's like a, it's, it's a vacation great. in your mouth. Like I when mean, you want to get away, so you go there and you have a bikini kind. You feel like you're on the island. Take your shirt off. Even wear a Hawaiian shirt if you feel like and it. And it's strong. Oh no, it's going to get you right. It will get you right. Um, That's, that's one holy grail. My other holy grail is to, first of all, let me pause because I've had so much dairy this week and I've never paid attention to what, when people say. I'm very lactose. I'm just going to make that very known. I think every black person is, but I've had cereal every day this week. And they say like, when you eat a lot of dairy, like I've heard people say it's a lot of mucus. Like you get a lot of mucus. Mm-hmm. I've honestly had so much dairy this week. I feel nauseous. Like I'm like, feel like mucus in my gut. And my, I was like, this is just like, I feel sick to my stomach. I'm not going to stop eating dairy because I love ice cream, but I'm just not going to have it <laughs> every day. Yeah. I can't say that. Um, Actually, I don't think I'm lactose intolerant. I, I mean, very. I probably have some sensitivity to it because I do think there's something to be said about black people and dairy. However, um, I just can't give up ice cream. I can't. Like, I'm, I'm, whenever I say I wanted to stop giving up ice cream, I was like, I really like yogurt. I really like ice cream. Like, I love it. Um, I, I'm so lactose. Like, I, I can eat ice cream and give me, like, 45 minutes. You don't want to be around me. No, you don't. No, no, no. I will never. If I go on a date, I won't eat dairy. Don't give me anything with dairy because <laughs> it will go bad. It will go south very quickly. Oh, um, but the, but I'm sorry. I got sidetracked because what I was going to talk about is dairy. Yo Play has come out with a new yogurt, y'all. And I don't know why every week I have food for my holy grail. I'm just, I'm a fat kid at heart. I love food. Um, they have a French style yogurt and I don't know how to pronounce it. 
It's called We. We. Ooh, ooh la la. Ooh wee wee. Um, <laughs> no, it's O U I. That's how you spell it's we. Oh, okay. It's yes in French. Oh, laissez compétent. Shut. Shut up. Et les Um, wow. It's it, it's called We and it's so so good. Oh my god. They have a coconut one. The texture and I, and I'm big and I'm big on texture. I will gag. But the texture of this is so creamy, it's so smooth. It's simple ingredients. I love yogurt and that you go try it, but don't take all my coconut ones out the grocery I store love now. Yogurt. I so love that. coconut in general. The like coconut it. vanilla I've had, I did not like the black cherry. Mm-mm. I haven't had the strawberry either. I think I'm just going to stick to the vanilla and the coconut. Is it just good. flavored or do they have like fruit At the in bottom, it? it's flavored, but they have fruit, small fruit at the bottom. Oh, okay. Kind of like Chobani when they first came out. How they had the fruit at the bottom. Yeah, kind of. But it's not as um, concentrated. It's just kind of light. It's a, it's like lightly. and It's a very light yogurt. Oh, okay. Um. My Holy Grail is kind of a piggyback off of yours a few episodes back. Um, I've been listening to um, You Are a Badass at Making Money on Audible. I had a couple of free credits, so I got a whole bunch of books, and that's the one that I'm currently on, and I love that book. Jen is great. I love that book. Um, so, yeah, shout out to her and making that book. I didn't read You Are a Badass. I like that book. I'll probably have to go back and find that one and listen to that one as well. But yeah, I really love that book. And honestly, I, because I mentioned when we were talking, I think we talked about books on the podcast before and how I was saying that I have a bad habit of starting books and finishing it, but I'm like halfway through this book already. Like Audible is clutch. It really is. I like to read. I I, I, I can listen to podcasts, but I literally, I like I have to physically read a book. Yeah. I will say that I'm probably going to go back and actually buy this book because the stuff that she's reading and then she's like stuff that you have to write down. I probably want to have that physically, but I really am enjoying this book. So yeah, that's a good read to anybody that wants to check that out. You're a badass and make your money. Yeah. And get you a cuddle. Oh my god! Shout out to um, Seth and Eric for their sweats and suits uh, bedroom candy party. Huh. Get a cuddle, cuddle. All right, that's what it's called. Oh, wow. Speaking of cuddling, this is just a sidebar. I, my holy grail is for women embracing their sexuality. I had a friend of mine call me, and she told me about one of her exhilarating stories about a man she slept with, and it made me smile. It makes you smile. It was. I just. I honestly like. I, she. She had to call me because she knew that I would like that, and I would understand <laughs> it. Like I was. I was comfort comforting her in that moment, and when she told me, I smiled. I was so happy for her that she slept with a with a guy, and I was just like, "This is great. How did it go?" And it, she said it went very good and it, it happened shout out to you friend shout out to shut listen embrace it, it listen enjoy embrace it. the new penis okay embrace that enjoy it um that and that's my holy gross cuddle, cuddle it, <laughs> cuddle <laughs> it. <laughs> okay cuddle okay okay it's a uh. cuddle. um groove theories Literally, I have been playing old shit all week. I have played Daniel Caesar the hell out. I've played mm. <laughs> Sabrina Claudio the hell yes. out. Um, I've played Groove Theory the hell out. And that's literally all I've been listening to. Um, Sabrina Claudio. Um, Snow Allegra. Um, that too. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Brent Fayez. He's the guy that sings on the song Crew by Golink. Uh-huh. He's has an album. I really like his album though. It's like 
almost like a coming of age. Like he talks about like where he's from. Like it reminds me of like, now I'm going to say this delicately because people get sensitive about Frank Ocean. It kind of reminds me of like a Frank Ocean style, how he incorporates like personal stuff to like where he's from and like different things. That's kind of how it reminds me. That was a very good album too. Um, I, I have one more because people don't pay attention and they don't read. I don't understand why people don't read, but whatever. I put up a song on Snap and people are like, oh, what song is that? And if you click the next oh. stat before, I told you who was on there. So I was listening to this song called I Enjoy You by Lewis York. Hmm. Those are all the people. If you follow me on Snapchat and you were asking me about the song, it's called I Enjoy You by Lewis York. Enjoy that and Baskin. It's a good vibe. It, that's all the feels. That's it's a vibe. So okay. that's it. You got anything else? No, I'm done. Um, holla at us. We'll no. be at the Milwaukee Podcast Festival um this week, October twenty eighth. Um, Brilliant Idiots is headlining, and a lot of great uh other podcasts will be on there as well. We'll be there just checking in with y'all <laughs> as usual. You <laughs> just, know, if you got just come check in with us. Just check in with us. You just know, check in. At us. Just just check we'll in. We'll be in the building for that. Um, holler at us as usual on Facebook, Random Tandem Podcast, the page and the group, um, randomtandempodcast.com. Thank you to all of those have that have stopped by, enjoyed some of the great things. We'll be adding to that as well. Um, Random Tandem Podcast on Instagram and Random Tandem Pod on Twitter. Holla at us. No, holla at me and I'm out. All right. Bye, guys. Peace out in the Middle East. Oh, still there. I used to say peace in the Middle East street. What is it? Peace in the Middle East and on the streets too? Okay. Good night. Good night. <laughs> She wants that old thing back. Uh, uh, uh. She wants those heroin tracks. She likes me. She fiends for me nightly. She leans for me. Morning, she rushed for my touch. This is about lust. Cold sweats occur when I'm not with her. My presence is a must, must, must. Bonita apple bomb. I gotta put you on. If I didn't, when we cut in, the feeling to be too strong. In any form, I'm giving you sweet dreams. That sugar hill, she call me her sweet thing. That black rain will take away your pain Just for one night, baby, take me in vain Now that feeling got you tripping You don't wanna feel no different They said us has got you itching No wide open and it's dripping I know what you like I am your prescription I'm your physician I'm your prediction I know what you like I know what you like